The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday to you. Yes, JFK was a man who loved not wisely but too well. And that was Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Singing him a happy birthday, rather uh, iconic uh, moment in the cultural history of the United States. She was an icon in the cultural history of the United States. And she visited these shores in 1956. And Simon Tierney has all of the details. The reason, Simon, we are talking about it today is because the biopic about Marilyn Monroe is up on Netflix, Blonde. Yes, the movie, um, very long movie. Two hours 47? Yeah, it's a long Too one. Long. It's Too about long. breaking that up into a mini series <gasps> if you're going to get through that. I see. That's how you do it. Break it down into digestible 30 minute chunks and you'll have a nice week's telly there. Oh, watch. right. Okay. That's a nice way to go about it. Um, so it's a bit early to, to, to expect you to have watched it and give us a review. But Marlon Monroe has an Irish connection that you are here to talk about. Yeah, tenuous, but uh, I'm going to run with it. Um, <laughs> we love a tenuous Irish connection. Yes, we do. You know? We do. Did, first... didn't, didn't we give Tom Cruise a certificate of Irish identity? We Me- did, remember of course. that short-lived experiment during yeah. the recession? Yes, where we were kind of giving honorary citizenship to to people who, yes. who might have uh, you know stopped off in an airport on the way to more glamorous places <laughs> once upon a time. Well, yeah, that's exactly what happened with Marilyn Monroe with her also very famous husband Arthur Miller in 1956. Um that would have been, let me see now. So she this would have been her third marriage. She had just gotten married for the third time to Arthur Miller. Uh, Joe DiMaggio, she'd been married to the baseball player. Joe DiMaggio, yeah, the famous baseball player and uh, perhaps less well-known a man by the name of Doherty, Doherty, as we would say here in Ireland, must have Irish connections when she was Norma Jean. Okay. That was before she became uh, famous uh, in Hollywood. So... At that time, what's interesting to note, I suppose, about Ireland's position on the western edge of Europe as kind of the last gasp between here and Manhattan, uh, between Europe and Manhattan, is that 80% of transatlantic flights in the post-war period and well into the 1950s actually stopped in Shannon to refuel. Um, So Marilyn and Arthur Miller were basically they were flying to between London and um, New York and they stopped off on a Pan Am Clipper a very glamorous uh, way to travel Mm. on a kind of a a very large luxurious Boeing aircraft and um, during their few hours uh, in their stopover between the two cities they stopped in Shannon and they dined in the very posh Lindbergh restaurant So so this wasn't a kind of a Stop over, just move from gate two to gate 23. No, they actually stopped not. and had a meal. 
like we have to think about we have to put ourselves in the context of the golden age of air travel this was a, a glamorous time to travel when only you and the very wealthy elite mm. were travelling um, you know Shannon Airport wouldn't have how been we, a how busy we, how myself and the other elites yearn for those days <laughs> yes, Simon indeed I know you're the type of person who turns left oh, when you get onto an airplane car. absolutely <laughs> but um, Marilyn Monroe and Arthur Miller were certainly turning left in those days in fact I don't think there was any distinction between classes in those days there was only a first class but they dined in the Lindbergh restaurant and there's a wonderful photograph which I tweeted earlier Kieran because it shows um, Willie Ryan who was the head chef in the Lindbergh restaurant in uh, Shannon Airport in the 1950s and you can also see um, there's a waiter to the right uh, to the left of Arthur Miller so people dressed uh, it was a really silver service uh, dicky bows and ties and double breasted jackets and all the rest and you can see in the photograph that Marilyn Monroe has just been given a Irish coffee um, the reporter who was next to her heard her comment uh, once Willie Ryan put a dollop of cream on top of the Irish coffee she said is that how the cream come, is that how the milk comes out of cows here in Ireland <laughs> um, so there's a lot of colour involved oh she's in a it. charmer she was a charmer definitely but what's extraordinary about it Kieran, is the first of all uh, how punters reacted to the arrival of Marilyn Monroe in the airport and secondly how the media reported on it okay first and foremost how did punters react they broke over barriers in order to get at her. She no was way. she was very accommodating. She signed autographs. Arthur Miller reportedly was not happy with this situation, with his new wife being pulled left, right, and centre to get her autograph Be- because um, he, he didn't like that she was being accosted, or he didn't appreciate that she was being accosted and he wasn't being accosted. We'll never know. Is that a little bit of Prince Charles, you yeah, know, in, yeah, in Australia yeah, yeah. with Diana? Yes, yeah, that's very true, actually. But um, the Irish. The Cork Examiner at the time, their headline was Marilyn Monroe mobbed at Shannon. Um, another newspaper reported that airport police were unable to restrain enthusiastic crowds at Shannon Airport on Tuesday as they jumped over railings into the customs-free zone to mob film star Marilyn Monroe. So that is how the people reacted. You said what was also interesting though is how the media reacted or commented. Yeah, it was. So I found this editorial in the Limerick Leader from a few days after the events that happened in Shannon Airport. After, you know, people, uh, the media had a few days to digest what had happened and they castigated what they saw as the kind of the feather-brained approach that we had in Ireland to a film star arriving in the country. And it says, we in this country are in many ways a very silly people. Marilyn Monroe's (laughs) arrival was marked by a scene that should make those who took part in it ashamed of themselves. And this bit I like because it's very kind of preaching from the pulpit. There is a need for doing something to save the rising generation from such utter and pernicious nonsense. Wow. Okay, so the Limerick leader were having none of it. I mean, did she, beyond the comment to Willie Ryan the chef, is this how the milk comes out of the cows or the cream comes out of the cows here in Ireland did she talk about anything else about her life yeah she did and there's a really there's a kind of a buried comment that she made to one reporter while she was in Shannon which I think is really um, pertinent for the movie that's been released today which focuses very much on her desire to have children and as I said at the beginning of this item Kieran she had just got married for the third time to Arthur Miller she was a big star but all she wanted was to 
to have kids and she's asked about her plans for the future and she said to the reporter in the airport I just want to be Mrs Miller and have a large family. Now after her stopover in Shannon she would go on to have three miscarriages from Arthur Miller before her death just six years later. So that there's something very, very tragic mm. about that and very um, almost, uh, she's almost precipitating what was going to happen towards the end of her very short life. And those are themes that are really touched on in the new movie. Yeah, well, listen, if anybody has seen it already, it has been available all day on Netflix and maybe people on Shiftwork have watched it and they have a review that they would like to share. I do so on 53106. She's interesting, isn't she, Simon? Because she is an icon she's a cultural icon you know a cultural totem whatever your your own view on her skills as an an actor um i'd wager most people listening to this haven't watched a marilyn monroe movie and they never will yeah possibly not i mean a lot of them don't really haven't but she made so many movies in her short career like a lot of people would have seen some like it hot which is probably her best reviewed film i rewatched or i watched for the first time one of her darkest dramas recently which is called um niagara and it's all filmed next to niagara falls in the late 50s and that's a brilliant example of her of her work if if someone's looking to watch one of her movies before they watch the biopic all right okay good recommendation simon pleasure as always simon tierney uh, our own reporter will get the news headlines here's andrew the hard shoulder with kieran cuddy with nissan weekdays from four on news talk